He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. All right, here we go, folks. It is Thursday, December 8th, the last live show of this calendar year. We've got some other stuff coming for you. We've got the 12 interviews of Christmas that are going to start releasing next week. But this is the last live show. So soak it in. Share the link. Come one, come all. Let's have some fun today. Head on over after the show to Booze and Banter, which will be on Locals, DrewBerkwist.Locals.com. You can get on over there. We'll have a good time. we got plenty to get to today. We're going to get into this Brittany Griner nonsense. What we think is going to come as a result of this nonsense and what's going to come when she gets back home here to the United States of America, the country that she does not like, by the way. We'll talk about that. We've got some more KJP clips. All the stuff that she said this week, we've got plenty to get to. AOC under investigation. Maxine Waters, we haven't talked about her for a while. We're going to talk about her in a little bit. So all of that is coming up. We've got some fun stuff to get into in booze and banter uh so bring yourself over there afterwards uh but let's get in to the question of the day to kick off this final live episode of the year and the question is this it's kind of this is kind of like a gift it's not a christmasy question per se and it's very open-ended i get it that's that's on purpose But the question is, what is one new thing you want to see in 2023 with the show? As it pertains to This Is My Show, which is what you're watching right now or listening to, what is the one thing that you'd like to see? Something new, a new feature, a new whatever. Let us know. Send in your responses as you do. I hate going to the doctor. Told you that yesterday. I mean it. It's still the case today. Nothing's changed. Don't like it. It's stressful. But it's a lot easier to go when you know you're going to have good results, when you know your labs are going to look good, when you know you've been doing at least some things right. And one thing you can do right that's going to change things in a big way, going to have you feeling healthier than ever at the top of your game is you can take Field of Greens. It's better than supplement. It's not a supplement, guys. Supplements are a waste of time and money. They fail you time and time again. But this is getting all of your fruits and vegetables, loads of nutrients. Field of Greens is packed with a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, plus science-backed herbs, prebiotics. This is what you need to stay healthy. It's amazing. It works fast. You'll have more energy. You're going to look, feel healthier. You're going to have to trim your nails more as a consequence. Small price to pay for, for feeling better. Join me. Take Field of Greens, too. My family does. I do. You're going to love it. Great flavors. It's so easy to do, too, guys. You put a scoop in, you put some water in, some ice if you want it, and you drink it down, and it tastes good, and you feel good. So go to fieldofgreens.com, use promo code DREW. You can save 15% plus an additional 10% if you subscribe and make recurring purchases. So get on over there, up to 25% off. Fieldofgreens.com, use promo code DREW. All right. Let's get to some answers. Um, I'm trying to see what conversation you guys are having there. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. All right. So let's get, if if, if there's no answers, then we're not going to change anything. Uh, We have a more cowbell. More cowbell. I like that. that. You always need. I got a fever. (laughs) More cowbell. That's amazing. Have Trump on and ask questions we would like to hear. Deb Lutz from Okay, Deb. We'll 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 work on that. We'll work on that. <clears throat> Matilda, God to cut the evil down. It's not show for Cheney, but <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Shirley wants me to talk maritime law. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can get into that, Shirley. I mean, you're a you're a frequent listener, viewer. We can, we can. Is there something specific 
about maritime law that you want to get into or just general maritime law? Um, more memes. Okay, potentially. You know what? I had memes today. We didn't bring them in. We got other stuff to get to, though. Maybe we'll do the memes in Booze F and Banjo. News. I would like to see in 2023 in-person debate between Drew and some uh, Democrats, but he wrote uh, <laughs> Democrats. <laughs> okay. So some some engagement with the other side. We could try and get that. There's some there's some people for sure that we could bring on for that. Hey June, good to see you. Brad, damn good question. Where's our Marine? Biden is a joke. We'll talk about that here in a second. We'll send your responses in. You're, they're starting to come in now. We'll we'll see what you guys say and 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 take them to heart and come up with some stuff as we go into planning over the next couple of weeks here, celebrate some time, you know, with family and, and, and Christmas and, and the real reason for the season, but we will be back. Reminder next week starts the 12 interviews of Christmas. There will be an interview every day, Monday through Saturday. So you get more shows during the week. It's just not going to be this show. It's not going to be the same live deal. It'll premiere live. You can come, you can chat 12 great people, 12 great episodes, Monday through Saturday, next week, Monday through Saturday, the following week, culminating on December 24th. And then we will be back in early January after a short break to spend more time with you. We got some fun stuff. We did tease. I mean, one thing that we, we've told you that is coming is live callers, live call-in. So that's going to happen. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. It could be which, a disaster. Which, which we could be, we should, we might be, or should be scared, really, if you think about it. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what's going to happen? We're not going to do it every day to start. I can tell you that. We want to work out the kinks, make sure it's working well. Um, Matilda, don't leave us here too long. We, won't, we will not. We need a little break. We, and again, it's not really a break. It's, it's time to refit the studio, do some stuff to strategize and get, get ready for, for a plump full new year in 2023. So we, uh, we'll be doing some other stuff in the meantime, showing you some stuff. You'll have the 12 interviews at Christmas. So it's not going to be that long so um <clears throat> yes there the, the plan is for there to be live chat it's going to stream as if it is live which this is those won't be but it'll stream live so you guys can come we'll probably poke our heads into the chat some days um with you so uh really not a whole lot will change other than the episodes will just be shorter and they'll be focused on the guest and some christmas stuff so i think it'll be a good christmas time. christmas all right, let's get into this. Um, I don't even really want to talk about this, it, but but let's get into this this grinder. The thing. worst, the worst trade the WNBA has ever seen. Oh, <laughs> it's the WNBA is loving this because people are like, "What's the WNBA?" They're actually getting some <laughs> attention today. It's the first time that anyone's showing up to the games now it's great <laughs> yes well let's not go too far no one's gonna go to their games but they understand that those four letters could in fact mean something uh which they maybe didn't before but you've got biden and the regime who are now negotiating prisoner swap prisoner swaps excuse me based on race gender sexual orientation that i mean that's let's, be, let's just be clear that's that's what happened today. When you had American-hating basketball player Brittany Griner released from a Russian gulag, making all five fans of the WNBA happy. And, of course, white liberal mask-wearing women all over America. But make well, he, no he made, he made uh, uh, Putin uh, happy, too. I mean, he got the Merchant of Death back. That's true. He got the Merchant of Death. It's a Christmas miracle. I swear, <clears throat> I swear. We're, I, we're, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It's been, it's been a busy day, busy week. I'm going to probably go all over the place on this story because there's a lot to unpack with it. But I swear this was done on purpose. Obviously, the exchange was done on purpose. But I swear that it was done to piss people like you, me, and half of the American population off. Get under the skin. <clears throat> and they knew it would. The communists knew that this prisoner swap would piss off half of America, and they're absolutely correct. And they want us to lash out, and guess what? You know what? I, I'm going to. I'm going to lash out, because I think that this is complete and utter bullshit. There's people out there who are saying, look, I'm glad she's back. I disagree with her, but I'm glad she's back. I don't. 
I'm not. I, I, if you choose to be against this country, not appreciate the opportunities that this country gives you, I just, my level of care literally goes to zero. It goes into the negatives. Like, I don't care. I'm not wishing that you die in Russia and die in the prison, but I, I'm not wanting you to come back either. I, I just, I, I don't get that. Like, either you're an American or you're not. And we don't have to agree politically. I don't care that she's gay. I don't care about any of that stuff. I just care that you speak so badly about our country. And yet you enjoy all the great and many benefits that comes with living in it, at least as has been the case for, for a while. But you're, you're, you're making a deal for someone who a lot of us don't want back. Obviously, her wife or girlfriend or whatever the hell their situation is does. Obviously, there's people on the left that are celebrating this and lauding this as what a great move. But I just don't. I, I, we, we get zero from this. In fact, we get less than zero from this because in exchange, as you know, we talked about this. They were prepping for this and trying to make this, this, this deal a ways back. It hadn't gone you know, through yet. And, and now, obviously, it finally did. But, I mean, let's take a deeper look, shall we, at the person that Biden handed over to the Russians in exchange for somebody who plays a sport that no one cares about. We gave up Victor Bout who, as, as we told you before, Disco reminded you today, is also known as the Merchant of Death. So, gay, lesbian, anti-American, WNBA player for the Merchant of Death. He was the, the world's most notorious arms dealer, provided weapons to help collapse countries in Eastern Europe, Africa, the Middle East during the 90s, the 2000s. He was convicted in a Manhattan court in November of 2011 because he had, he had uh, cons conspired to kill U.S. citizens. And he had, he had also delivered anti-aircraft missiles to a terrorist organization. He provided aid to cartels in Colombia. I mean, the guy is bad news, right? He's just not, he's not exactly a stand-up citizen. He got a 25-year sentence, which... Now he's a free man. I mean, what? It's, 20, it's almost 2023. So you're not even, you're halfway into that sentence. Halfway into that sentence, and you're a free man going back in exchange for Brittany freaking Griner. And you, I mean, it makes sense, right, that this is the trade that they make because she checks all of these boxes. She's a woman, she's black, she's a lesbian, she's anti-America, is on board with their narrative. So, of course, they're going to do that. But, man, I'm telling you, it, it is so frustrating. Seeing some of the deals, all, uh, really all the deals, when there's exchanges or swaps or negotiations in general that the Democrats do, They're just atrocious for this country. They're embarrassing. They weaken us. We come, we come to the table each time as a government in a weaker position than we did the time before because of how this is being done, because of how they're doing it. <clears throat> and I agree with a lot of you saying it's a distraction and this, that, and the other. It's, it's meant to piss us off. It's meant to be a distraction. There's plenty of other stuff going on. Is this the most important thing? No. But it's still ridiculous. And here's, here's what's even more ridiculous about it. Is for the next month, maybe longer, we're going to see her stupid face all over TV doing interviews. She's going to be booked on every, every show on, in the mainstream media. She'll become some kind of folk hero when she returns. There'll be a Rose Garden ceremony with Biden, just like he did. Ticker tape parade. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, they did a Rose Garden ceremony for freaking traitor Bo Bergdahl. You know, uh, to me, it's the person who 
if there's any person who should be celebrated in all this, especially when it comes around, you remember you like she was kneeling and all other stuff. The NBA player who got who's been getting flack for ever since Jonathan Isaac, Orlando Magic. Yeah. He didn't kneel when they were in the bubble. And even the whole his team was like, Why? And they're like, You're black. And he's like, I know. But this has nothing to do with the color of my skin or or the color of everyone else's skin. This is a deeper thing that we need to get down. It's a human problem. And that's what we really need to get down to. Wearing a t-shirt that says Black Lives Matter is not gonna make a change. Us kneeling on the court, it's not gonna make a change. And he I mean, hey, I'm glad he's still playing, but I was I was good I was not gonna be surprised if they <laughs> And Jonathan Isaac is no longer an NBA player. You know what I mean? Because that would have been – because it wasn't going with their narrative. But here yeah. she is getting celebrated. She hates America. She wouldn't come out for the national anthem. Oh, there, and, and there's going to be, you know, medals and books and movies, a series based on her life that no one cares about. The propaganda movement around her, I, I fear, is going to be like nothing we've ever seen before. It's going to be massive. And – and part of it's going to be because they're broken and, and believe in that. And part of it is going to be just to get under our skin. It's, it's ridiculous. But as this happens, and a lot of you talking about this, as this happens, there's also another American rotting away in a Russian prison. And that's former Marine Paul Whelan. He was thrown in the slammer three, three, four years ago on an exaggerated, blown-out-of-proportion charge of spying. Trump tried his damnedest to get wheeling out, didn't work, was unsuccessful. And Biden mentioned him at one point today, but he doesn't, he doesn't care about Paul Whelan. Paul's no, left gonna there to He's going to use it as leverage to be like, look what I was able to do and Trump wasn't able to do it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Well, but Trump wouldn't have gotten Griner out, I don't think. I mean, I mean, like, no, but Biden or excuse me, Trump tried to get out Whelan. Biden hasn't. And he's like, I mean, this is a guy who served our country, who actually likes and loves our country. But he's. Oh, yeah, no, I'm I'm saying I could see the Dems being like, you know, Trump tried to get try to get American out, but he didn't. But look what we did. We got done. Oh, no, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. They're going to say that. And they already are saying that. And you've got Paul, again, someone who served this country, who's just another casualty of the Democrats prioritizing lives based on race, gender, orientation, all of that nonsense. Everything they do is just utter, utter nonsense. And I hope, look, I hope that some, maybe we can put enough pressure on this administration to do something about Paul Whelan. It's been years. But here's the thing. I hope they do at some point. But I hope they do now. But just at any point would be great. Any kind of action would be well received. But you went and you got this person for a very specific reason. Because, again, it pisses off half the base, half of the, the country who you have villainized, who you call domestic extremists. People who simply love this country. People who simply don't want... Their kids to be fed nasty, inappropriate content in school, whatever the case might be. Those people have been villainized. These people have been propped up as they try and destroy this country. But here is Biden. Let's play this. So here's, um, yeah, we've got one clip here. But here, here is Biden talking today from the White House. And if you were. Happy when you woke up this morning and then you saw this, either on Twitter or you saw a clip of this video, whatever. Things changed pretty quickly because of all the nonsense that we've just, that we've just talked about. But l- listen to him. Well, good morning, folks, and it is a good morning. Moments ago, standing together with her wife, Sherelle, uh, in the Oval Office, I spoke with Brittany Griner. She's safe. She's on a plane. She's on her way home. After months of being unjustly detained in Russia, held under intolerable circumstances, Brittany will soon be back in the arms of her loved ones, and, uh, and she should have been there all along. This is a day we've worked toward for a long time. We never stopped pushing for her release. It took painstaking and intense negotiations, and I want to thank all the hardworking public servants across my administration who worked tirelessly to secure her release. I also want to thank the UAE for helping us facilitate Brittany's return. 
because that's where she landed. These past few months have been hell for Brittany and for Charlie and, uh, the, and her entire family and all her teammates back home. People all across the country have learned about Brittany's story, advocated for her release, stood with her through, throughout this terrible ordeal. And I know that support meant a lot to her family. I'm glad to be able to say that Brittany's in good spirits. She, uh, she's relieved to finally be heading home. And the fact remains that she's lost months of her life, experienced the needless trauma, and she deserves space, privacy, and time with her loved ones to recover and heal from her time being wrongfully detained. <laughs> Doesn't that just make you want to vomit? I mean, you got to hand it to Democrats. Again, they can over-dramatize anything, make up a complete narrative about something that we've all seen with our own eyes. He made it out like she's some hero suffering over there, unjustly detained by a foreign government. When we all know the fact of the matter is, again, one, and, and, and this is where the sentence ends for me, or the, it should end for everyone, she doesn't like this country. Okay, see ya. But, but, but the fact of the matter is, is she's nothing more than a spoiled athlete who thought that she was above the law even in a different country. Thought she could get away with what she wanted to over there like she does here. And she's someone who no one in America knew, knew about or gave a crap about other than her, you know, close loved ones because she played a sport that no Americans like. Sorry, the WNBA is not interesting. It makes no money. The only reason it's in existence is because the NBA supplements it because they want to feel good about themselves. But when she was arrested, all sorts of people came out of the woodworks. Oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. She's unjustly put in prison. No. You guys, you have to understand. Russia, other countries, there's lots of countries in the world, right? You, you know that, right? They have different laws than we do here in the United States. They do things differently than we do in the United States. So you thinking that you don't like this does not make it unjust. It just further proves that you're an idiot. Well, That's been the disconnect too, think, kind of the whole time with this. Yeah, and I feel like if the WNBA allows her to come back and play, which they are, we can then say that the WNBA, ergo the NBA, supports people breaking laws, regardless if they're ours or another country, and allow and, and, and supports them and says it's totally fine. Do what you need to do. That just shows who they really are, you know. And I mean, I, I get it. They're going to be like, look, look how many more views we're going to get because of this and everything. It's great. We sell tickets, jerseys, all that stuff. It's a moneymaker. But right. what all they're showing us as Americans is that they're okay with one of their players who represents, you know, women or lesbians, gay, whatever, whatever. They represent all these people saying, it's okay to break the law. Do whatever you want. That's fine. Come back and just play so that we can make money. Yeah. That's the part that gets me really too because it's in there. What do we tell – like? What are we telling my kids, my daughters, your daughters? You know, hey, it's okay. Go get arrested, and you'll you'll be fine. Everything's all right. No, no you they need to won't pay because because crime. they're raised in a conservative family who follows the law and yeah. are white conservative Christians. That that the yeah. rules are different for 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 us. It's you're right. But and 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 June brings up a great point on Facebook too, and we talked about this when it all first happened. She she knew the rules there. She plays basketball there. Like, it, it's, she wasn't there on vacation. Like, she plays basketball in that country. You know the rules. And if for some reason, after all the time that she's been there, you don't, you're just as dumb. But here's what's going to piss me off. If she comes back, you know, obviously it wouldn't surprise me at all. But if she comes back and she still kneels for the national anthem, so help me God. You, you have a country who should not have rescued her, negotiated for her, gave up a character that Nicolas Cage played in a movie, The Lord of War, loosely, loosely based on, on Victor, Victor Bout. But I mean, it's just, I mean, she's going to do it, isn't she? Um, um, <laughs> she better not. But, you know, she probably – and that's the thing, too, is like how we talked about. She's going to go on news, and she's going to get interviewed and all that stuff. 
what is she going to say? I'm so grateful that the United States decided to come and save me. I'm so grateful for them. Thank you so much. She's. I don't know if she's going to say that. I don't either. I because don't I don't think she really generally means that. If she does says it, excuse me, if she, if she, if she ends up saying it, and then kneels, it's, it, gosh, everyone, there should be riots. <laughs> we just spent, we just spent how much, like, like how much time and effort and all these things we gave away the merchant of death for you to then just spit on the flag again. Yeah. I, there should be riots. I'm not, yeah. I'm not inciting. I don't want to, we don't condone <laughs> that type of stuff. But I'm just saying, like, the people should be outraged. Well, if we should, I mean, if, if you had, le- yeah, uh, yeah. I, look, th- this world is so much simpler than we make it. If if you love it, you support things here, then people are going to rally around you. If if you don't come back, and someone said, I think Jared was something, if you don't come back and just talk about how great this country is, we should ship her ass back. Send her somewhere else. Hey, like we're gonna put you in a a, a prison in Yemen. I, I don't know. Like just have fun, have a great time. Oh, all right. We could keep going on about this. It's frustrating. None of us like it. We all hate it. It was dumb. It was an awful deal. It's also a distraction. It's also meant to get us angry. So let's move on to some other things that will probably get us angry. Um, and take a quick break here. When we come back, we're gonna talk KJP, who who. <laughs> Weighed in on the Hunter Biden laptop. She weighed in on a couple things. We'll share that. It's just amazing. It's remarkable when she speaks how nothing comes out at all. It's just all word salad. But we'll talk about that. We'll talk about AOC. Ani Maxine with an interesting little connection to uh, a firm you might have heard called FTX. Yeah, we'll talk about all that. Stick around. Christmas and Happy New Year! It's that time again. Time to shop for Christmas. But where can you find the perfect gift? Shop Mammoth Nation. We have hundreds of retailers offering thousands of products. You can shop everything from home goods to sporting goods, travel to apparel. The best part? You get great discounts from retailers that love freedom and love this country. Shop to the right, give to the right. Join Mammoth Nation and use this promo code to get 30% off. May God bless you and your family throughout this holiday season. Folks, just getting the booze and banter link over to you. That's where we will we'll be on locals today for that last last show, live show of the year, last booze and banter of the year. So come hang out with us, have yourself a drink, maybe some eggnog, get all festive. Whatever, whatever, whatever suits your fancy. That's what we're gonna be. We're gonna have pudding. some Sure. Yeah, why not? Let's just let's just let's live it up, right? Never had figgy pudding, but I, I would assume it would be It's delicious. gotta be good. They sing about it. <laughs> Uh, real quick, while we've got you, please hit that like button, whichever platform you're on. We're so grateful that you're here. Keep engaging. Make sure that you are subscribed on said platform, whether it's Rumble, Facebook, wherever you are. We'd love for you to come over, make that switch to Rumble. It's rumble.com forward slash Drew Berquist. Or if you're watching on Rumble and you're not subscribed, please click that button. It's pretty obvious to find. It's usually uh, up in the, the upper right corner there. Okay, so we've talked about the repeal of the vaccine mandate for everyone in the armed forces and what a step in the right direction it was, or the conversations that are being had now as it pertains to that are at least a step in the right direction. And of course, Joe, our, our vegetable in chief here and his lackeys hate it. They don't like it. They're conceding on it because of the money that they're getting in the, the national defense act, but, but they don't like it because they're giving up control over a segment of the population. And KJP was asked about it. Here's what the little binder reader had to say about it. 
What, uh, what we think happened here is uh, Republicans in Congress have decided that they'd rather, uh, rather fight against the health and well-being of our troops than protecting them. And we believe that it is a mistake what we saw, uh, what we saw happen on the NDAA as it relates to the vaccine mandate. All right. So, first of all, Democrats hate the military. There's some out there who served in it. There's some out there who praise it. They wear a pin, a little lapel. But they don't, come on, they, they don't really like it. They don't like the military as it is. They want the military to be purged. They want the military to look more like bots for them, to do their bidding and just go along with whatever they say. And for KJP to say that they prioritize the health and well-being of American service members is just an outright doozy of a lie. I mean, these guys... They don't care about the, uh, our military, our law enforcement community. You, if you're going to be a Democrat in today's Democrat Party, you've got to be on board with hating law enforcement in the military. You've got to know at election time how you change your tune and say that you support them and then go right back to defunding them, hating them, not supporting them in any, any way at all. And this, this whole thing, obviously, with the vaccine, with COVID, with all that, it was control forcing people to do things because that's what these guys are. That's who they are. They have this insatiable lust for control, the Democrats. And there's been this gigantic purge going on in the military. And they want it to continue. So this is, this is one of their ways that they were purging, this quiet purge that's happening in the military. I don't know why I did finger parents because it's real. It's not a, it's just, it just is what it is. The COVID vaccine was a huge and helpful piece of the pie for them in, in doing that, getting people out, grounding them, discharging them, you name it. We talked about the numbers the other day. There's a lot. There's a lot of people who were discharged because they refused to get the vaccine. And they, they those same people, were refused religious exemptions. They were refused any form of, of exemption. There's people who, whose time was up and they left because they don't want to be there. And they're not crying about it. The, the Dems are not crying that our recruiting is at catastrophic lows, retention catastrophic lows. They love it because now they can lower the standards, rejigger how they do things in terms of training, mindset, mentality, all of that, and make it a service that's more Democrat-friendly. But this is a good thing that's happening with, the, with this vaccine mandate supposedly going away because you can't get rid of all the patriots if you don't have that in your quiver. If you don't have the vaccine mandate as a tool at your disposal, you can't do it. So if you're Lloyd Austin, General Milley, any of those guys who want communists in the military, want to talk about white rage, and gender identity and all that stuff when the mission should just be protecting the country, killing bad guys, it, it puts a roadblock up for them. For some reason, and I get it, I know why, but when you just look at it in the service, like, why do all of these people, this Democrat regime, regime the, some of the establishment Republicans, the, certainly the globalists, why, why is it such a problem for you having people in our military who actually love, passionately love, are willing to fight for and die this country. But they need people in the military who are willing to turn their weapons on American citizens, on you, on me. They need people who will go along with outlandish, crazy-ass orders if things ever get to that point, which, thank God, they are not, and I don't foresee that happening in the near term, but that's the kind of personnel that they want in there. Willing servants. People who just say, yes, sir, no, sir, and not like in the traditional respectful military way, but no matter what they're told. Our, our true patriots will not turn on the very people they swore to protect. The people that Biden and Obama and Millie and Austin and all those people want in there, They'll do whatever, whatever the regime tells them. Karine Jean-Pierre, 
the token press secretary, was then asked if the Biden campaign or the team Biden was in talks with Twitter regarding the Hunter laptop story. Here's how she answered that question. Um, the, the Twitter files have released that the company um, typically required an official or law enforcement finding that materials were hacked in order to exercise their company policy to restrict certain stories or reporting. Um, and the journalist who released the material noted that in this case, around the Hunter Biden laptop story, there was no uh, official or law enforcement finding that appeared in the material that he was given. Um, so my question to you is, did anyone from the Biden team communicate to, to Twitter that this material was um, was from, or this reporting stemmed from hacked materials? Are you talking about the, the campaign? It would have been the campaign or anyone around the family. Just wondering because the, in the Twitter files release and what Matt Taibbi said, he noted that typically the company would require a law enforcement or official finding that something was hacked in order to exercise their hacked materials clause and that they didn't he didn't see that in what had been given to him. So wondering if it was communicated even informally by someone around uh, the president or the president's family or the campaign that this was hacked material or could have come from hacked material given that um, there was so much concern, uh, especially after the uh, 2018 foreign interference uh, situation, that that could be something that we would see in, the, in that election. So I'm wondering if there, there was that communication there surrounding the Hunter Biden laptop story. So I can't speak to decisions made uh, by, uh, by the campaign from here. That is not, it, it is a political uh, uh, campaign, so I can't speak from that from here to that from here. I'm covered by the Hatch Act, and so I'm just not going to comment on on the question that you're asking me. But what I can say more broadly is, of course, uh, it's up to these companies uh, to make their own decisions about the content on their platforms and to ensure content follows uh, their own standards and policies. But I'm just not going to uh, comment on a decision that was made during the campaign. So of of course, KJP didn't answer the question. She's just, I mean, she never does. She said she couldn't comment on Twitter's suppression of the New York Post story about Hunter Biden's laptop because of the Hatch Act. I guarantee you she has a very limited understanding of what the Hatch Act actually is. Somebody just told her to say that if she was asked about Twitter <clears throat> and the laptop. But here's, here's what it is. I mean, I'll, I'll read it to you. We've talked about it before on the show, but. The Act forbids the Hatch Act. The Act forbids the intimidation or bribery of voters and restricts political campaign activities by federal employees. It prohibits use <clears throat> using any public funds designated for relief or public works for electoral purposes. It forbids officials paid with federal funds from using promises of jobs, promotion, financial assistance, contracts, or any other benefit to coerce campaign contributions or political support. It provides that persons below the policymaking level in the executive branch of the federal government must not only refrain from political practices that would be illegal for any citizen, but must abstain from any active part in political campaigns using this language to specify those who are exempt. So again, she's just repeating something. That, I mean, people in the government are told when they work for the government about the Hatch Act and other, other rules and regulations as it pertains to pol politics. Sadly, Politics is never an issue anymore for any of these organizations. They're all politicized as hell. So for her to even bring, bring up that she can't do this, that, or the other is, is remarkable. But she's just repeating something. She has no clue what it means. It just, it's, it's oh, if, if you say the Hatch Act, it's going to sound like you know what you're talking about. So just if they bring that up, just say the Hatch Act. Like, that's, that's what just happened there. That, that is the scene that just unfolded before you. She's not bright. She's like every other employee in this particular administration. And we get to laugh at all of them. But it's, it's terrifying that these people are working in these official positions and official capacities, capacities for the United States government. It makes perfect sense with who's running it that they would hire these types of people. I get it. But man... I mean, if you were a small business owner, would you ever hire her to be your PR person, your your, your public spokesperson? Hundred percent, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, like KJP. If this was a test, you're you're I don't know. It's not even been a year. If this was a test, 
I don't think she's gotten a question right yet, meaning I don't think you've actually provided an answer to anything. And by the way, hiding behind the Hatch Act or anything else as it pertains to this story, which is a really, really big story. Is it the biggest story? No, I think there's bigger ones. But it is it is a big story. It's a top three story for sure. And if you want to try and call, remember this was the, the administration that's going to bring unity back, respect and dignity back. If you want to, to do that, which I know you don't, but if you want to at least pretend like you're trying to do that, you're going to give a little bit of information. Make it feel like you've given the press on both sides something. This constant hiding behind. I mean, Saki always did it. Yeah, I'm going to have to refer you to the Department of Justice for that. I'm going to have to refer you to the Biden family for that. It's not my business to talk about it. I don't have, no, your business is to talk about everything. You are the press secretary. You are the mouthpiece for this particular administration. Uh, yay. <clears throat> All right, let's skip this last break. Let's go into these stories before we get on over to booze and banter. So let's talk AOC for, for a minute here, shall we? Because the leader of the Jihad squad, Sandy Cortez, is now the subject of a Congressional Ethics Committee investigation all based on her attendance at the Met Gala years ago. Remember, remember the um, disco? Oh, remember when she wore the white dress with like the, the red letters on it? Tax the yes, rich. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, again, I thought she looked kind of attractive in it. I don't think she's an unattractive person. Some people are like, oh, she's ugly. Look, I, I think she's an attractive person. I think she's dumb as a pile of bricks and is a socialist hack who is awful for this country. But she wears that dress. She goes there, makes this big statement, and that now is the event in question because in september uh 2021 a conservative watchdog group filed a complaint with the office of congressional affairs or congressional ethics excuse me and it all happened after aoc attended the met gala suggesting the investigation suggesting that her presence may have been the result of an impermissible gift like the hatch act before and other things, you know, rules and regulations as they pertain to politics in the federal government workspace. There's also a gazillion rules for gifts and, and donations. And can you accept this? And, and if, if it's at this amount or that amount, what's it, you know, how's it change? And the same thing applies to, to people serving in Congress. Well, the reason it's coming up is these Met Gala tickets, do you know how much they cost? They're $35,000 a piece, not like for a couple, which would still be ludicrous. $35,000. So if AOC didn't pay the $35,000 out of her, her pocket, which she didn't, she didn't have that much money. If she stays in Congress for a little bit longer, she will, because that's the sick and sad game that's played in D.C. But this, this was young early in her career, who complained about it all the time, not having money, AOC. So she, she, she either paid out of pocket or it was gifted to her. Which obviously would be a big deal. And if she didn't pay for, for those tickets, what's that person expecting in return? That's among maybe several ethics questions right there. But it makes sense, right? And not just for Democrats. I, I was going to say just now Democrats, but, but Democrats, Republicans, politicians are just such sleazy pieces of shit, always looking for freebies. Remember, their job is to serve you. They should have a servant's heart wanting to make the country better, not destroy it in the case of Democrats. Make it better. Listen to constituents. Go out there and do stuff. But they're... They're cheap. They want free stuff. And Democrats in particular are notorious for being stingy bastards. Bad tippers. Always wanting a discount. I need an event. I need a ticket to that event. I need this. I need that. Then they always complain about things, too. It's never enough. Again, if you're talking to them about something, it's got to be 100% compliance or bust. If you give them something, it's never enough. <clears throat> Let's 
but they're always looking out, looking for a handout, or in the case of some of them, a hand job. I mean, to be honest. But it'll be interesting to see where this goes. She was under investigation once, too, for some other campaign finances, if, I, if memory serves me correct. She's on the right team, meaning the left team, the blue team, the liberal team, in her case, the socialist team. So I'm sure nothing will come of this. But that alone right there, that alone right there that nothing will come of this ends up being the story. That these guys can do what they want, when they want, they might get a wrist slap at most. She won't. She won't. She'll go well, home, it, tell at, her, at, her at gay that fiance. Point, why, to, even have the, why even have the investigation, you know? It's optics. Well, why have the investigations we're about to have now, too? I mean... You know, there's so many people excited about the investigations. You know, we talk about it in one of the 12 interviews at Christmas, too. But, um, you know, all these investigations that are likely going to come with the House being under Republican control now. But where are they going to go? They're not going to go anywhere, folks. They sh we still should do them. There's got to be the optics. Try and make people talk about them. Try and make the mainstream media talk about it. But <clears throat> they're sadly just not going to go anywhere. Like, I just so feel much. like if... If this is going to go anywhere and it's going to go into a courtroom, like she's going to sit down and then the judge is going to sit down and just look at her and give her a wink. <laughs> like this is just for, this is just to entertain everyone. Don't worry. You're going to be fine. You know? Right. Cause it's, it's frustrating. Cause they, yeah. they hold everyone else to that high standard, but for them, Oh no, no, no. Yeah. Well, someone who has no standards is someone we haven't talked about in a while, Maxine Waters. Maybe the I mean, I mean, you you put those two up against each other, Maxine and AOC on who's the dumbest? I I don't know. Maxine is dumb. Like she's not a smart woman. She's smart in the sense that her and her team have figured out how to play the game all these years, you know, when she first got in, you know, just before the the Civil War um to Congress. And has has been able to survive it the whole time. So I guess props and kudos to her for that. But um, but she's the chair of the House Financial Services Committee, which is something we've talked about before, which is a whole another issue and problem should not be the case. But she's, she said that she does not plan to subpoena Sam Bankman-Fried to testify at a hearing about the FTX collapse. Sam ba Bankman-Fried, of course, the, the young cat who made that. And of course, SBF, Sam, is going to skate on this. That's, that should be predictable. That shouldn't be surprising to you. Nobody in law enforcement, nobody in the government cares that he defrauded hundreds of his clients. Hundreds of his clients out of billions of dollars. All because he's on the right team. He will skate. He will be free. He will end up fine, which is even more disastrous. But that's just how our society works. If you're feeding the machine, you get to do whatever you want. You can kill people. Ted Kennedy, looking at you. You can have sex with children. Bob Menendez, looking at you. And you can defraud anyone you want. Sammy boy, looking at you. I mean, how long did it take after the collapse of Enron for the executives to be arrested by the FBI? A day? A couple days, Mac? I mean, it wasn't long. They were arrested because they defrauded people in the private sector and it didn't benefit the government. It didn't benefit Uncle Sam and the regime. Same with Bernie Madoff. If Bernie had just given more money to the Democrat Party, he wouldn't be in prison. So this dude's going to be given a free pass. And, and, and moreover than the free pass, despite committing a massive crime, no one's going to talk about, like we did, and others, others have as well. We're not the only ones. How funds went to FTX. FTX funds went to, you know, uh, our funds went to Ukraine, to FTX, and then back to Democrat candidates. I mean, the scandal is massive. I'm not saying that people weren't hurt financially in this, but forget the billions that were taken from people, all the fraud that occurred. The, the real fraud that occurred was on the American people as it pertained to these elections. 
But sadly, again, we've got this two-tiered justice system in the United States, one for Democrats and scumbags, which that's the same category, and then the rest of us. Did you pull um, some of these in? These are actually all Tom's submissions. Oh, boy. We have three of them. <laughs> okay. But um, this will be a shorter version of That's Memetastic. Let's do it. That's, That's Memetastic. Memetastic. That's Memetastic. We should do that one more time. Okay. Now, I guess the question is, do we want to see one that he custom made? I've got, um, I'm going to send you some too. Well, we're just talking. Okay. And then, so he submitted two that someone else made, and then he made one this morning that I think is fantastic. It goes, it's, it's very topical. Okay. Let's, um, um, is it safe for work? Yeah, uh, yes. Okay. Yes, yes, it is. All right. I just sent you some that we were going to use today. <laughs> so here's the one that he, uh, Tom made himself this morning. Okay. It's the Merchant of Death. Merchant Picture of, death. of him getting released. It says, I was traded for who? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it. it. <clears throat> As you're bringing in those other ones, think about we had Putin on the thumbnail for today's episode, kind of smirking, smiling, whatever. Think about that. I mean, Biden said in, in the clip that we showed earlier, we've been negotiating hard, you know, for weeks and months and yada, yada, yada to make this happen. Like, can you really call it a negotiation when you just got absolutely bent over a table? Like, is that really a negotiation? I mean, because yeah, Putin's would, laughing like his way. The, yeah, I'd like to see the minutes. Yeah, of that. <laughs> just, just let, I, or just let me hear a recording of what these negotiations were, because from our standpoint, it looks like we're like, oh, okay, this is who you want. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like. You know, it it uh it's frustrating because it's like we you hear him say that, but then the results don't show that. It, it, if it was going to be any prisoner swap, it should have been someone else, not the Merchant of Death. Yeah, I it, my my dark side kicks in, and I'm like, I hope we like implanted something inside of him, so when he gets over the border, like he blows up. But <laughs> Brian Stelter's working at Harvard now. I think he was busy. I don't know if he could have oh, put something okay. in him. Um, gotcha. But yeah, but I literally, that, that's like literally that's like the the dark part of my head. Like, <laughs> like oh maybe maybe that happened. That's not gonna happen. I would have liked to have happened, but it's yeah. not going to. Well, they're just they're. I mean, man, uh, it, there was no negotiation. It was either tell us what you want, we'll do it. Let's stall. We got to stall so the American people think that we've done something. Or maybe they did make some requests. But if you're to your point, asking for minutes, it would have been <laughs> Putin. Putin's people just saying nit. No, <laughs> Niet. Okay, Niet. how about all right? How about how about this? What do you want? Um, yeah, that's... hey, you know what? If we see, um, if we see them, sorry, I'm just trying to download all. You sent a lot over. I did. I did. Uh, uh, if 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 we see him like start backing down on the fight in Ukraine and all that stuff, like, oh hey, maybe that was part of it. Like, maybe awesome. But we haven't seen that yet. We don't. We don't like. What did we get in return, Joe? <laughs> like. Other than Griner, heart like, palpitations and like a like a, a <laughs> tight left arm. I mean, are those <laughs> a lot of stress? Are those things? Um, all right, well, let's pop up another one of these while we're waiting. Yeah, all right. So here's uh, this one he was he had sent to us earlier in the week. Are you gonna sing it for us, Disco? <laughs> so this is like a picture of Trump that's been photoshopped over. I'm guessing. Um, I don't know, some singer. I don't know who it is, but it's if you like subpoena coladas and getting caught in Ukraine <laughs> when your dad's into children and you are into cocaine. If you like making love at midnight. <laughs> so I just, and then he just kept song. going and finished. Go ahead, finish the song. In the finish the song. Of a cape. Yeah. It's that man, what a what a great meme. It is but a that good song meme. too. Like the actual song, like when you get into it. Like, it, you know, growing up, hearing it, if you like peanut, okay, cool. But when you actually listen to the song, like, wow, this married couple was over each other, and they both decided to cheat on them, but then they cheated on themselves with each other. But, I mean, like, good, good, I guess good end of the story. 
Maybe. I don't but know. It, I, I do love day, a like, pina colada. I'll say yeah, that. But the moral of the story is talk to your spouse. He's like, I didn't know that you liked pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. Like, like the back half of the song. But, you know, but still, it's like a messed up story. <laughs> but it's great. Um, oh, this is one that I have pulled. This one's amazing. Yeah. 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 So here we are in a public restroom. And we've got the FBI who's peeing with their pants down around their knees, by the way. Stand up peeing. <laughs> Like a child. <laughs> yeah. Democrats also pants down and the two men are holding hands. That one's <laughs> that one's amazing. That that I if I remember correctly from the other ones that are coming in, I think that is the the creme de la creme of memes. Like that's just perfect. Hey, could you hit take so you go back to us real quick? I'm sorry, I'm trying to get the yeah. file. Thank you. There we go. I got you. Uh, no, I got that- you. So reminder, while we're doing that, a quick administrative reminder for people who came in. Today is the last live show like this, the way that you normally expect on Monday through Thursday. Next week, Monday through Saturday, as well as the following week, Monday through Saturday, there will be an interview each day in the 12 interviews of Christmas. There might be a surprise or two in there. Um, So those will release at the same time. There'll be some, yeah. You know, I don't even know about this. this, yeah, is a, this is... you, you do. You're just not thinking about it. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> but but, but they're, they'll um, those will be airing then, and then that goes right up to the 24th. The 25th is obviously Christmas. We'll all be off then. We'll be in the studio, but working on stuff the following two weeks uh, through New Year's, and then back in early January. So we'll be putting out updates on social. Uh, come over to Booze and Banter with us today. I put the link in there. We'll, we'll share it again later, but come over. Hang out with us. Have a drink. It's the last time we get to really interact like this. We might show up in some of the chats during the 12 interviews of Christmas, but but we want to be with you. And then definitely, definitely come back in the new year. Bring some friends, some colleagues, even if even if they're on the other side. We're reasonable here. We don't shout people yeah. down, do anything crazy. You know, you know, and thinking about it, too, like uh, the beginning of the new year, we've been talking. We're not quite sure, but if there are those changes that are going to be happening, I'm going to be coming there. We could do some little tease, like, you know, hey, we're in the studio. Look what we're doing, you know, making things fancy. New fancy and, um, pants, new build-outs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, th- I think we're, we're, we're moving your desk again, according to the last drawing you sent me. So yeah, that's going to be fun. Lord knows what's going to happen. <laughs> and then Bourbon's going to get involved, and, and we'll, we'll be mm. lucky if anything happens. Um, yeah. Okay, let's get right, to these the, so we can the get to boost Yeah. So <clears throat> government corruption we, we've seen tip of the iceberg and corruption we haven't seen yet a ginormous iceberg underwater that's perfect not funny yeah. it's just just true uh, it's like true it's just the yeah. truth this uh, this is also truth tastic that's <laughs> truth tastic yeah um wait wow okay cool all right anyway here's the next one <laughs> this one also true um not funny at all it just see if, if you're listening on the podcast it just literally says no seriously this is your government, and it's got a bunch of transgender people as well as KJP all in their yeah. poses. Ugh, I literally now, just got now, the chills. Did, did you see the post that it was like this new colonel just retired, or I guess an older colonel has retired, but his like the picture that he has with the Chinese guy. I couldn't like bring it in. Mask yeah, on. he's like pup play. <laughs> uh, stop. <laughs> I, I stop Solve America. Like, keep swiping, keep swiping, keep swiping. Like, <laughs> I know, and here's the problem. It's like um so many of these things everyone shares it and has a comment so then you're you're going down your feed and it's everywhere it's like every five posts you're like (laughs) i mean hey thank you for serving our country for so long especially being a a retired colonel now but that stuff we don't need to know about people yeah we don't need to know about it yeah doing your gag balls and stuff like that in in drawers yeah if that's what yeah if that if that's if that's what you know gets you going that's fine that's great we just don't need to see it on social media <laughs> all right so adam kinzinger posted this picture of himself in like uh uh you know a room <laughs> drinking a beer with some other pilots and he had like some s- stupid thing that he said trying to make it seem like he's a cool guy he's not um but someone cut him out and put him next to this you must be this tall to ride and he's too short for it which is just amazing Tiny little man. He's almost done, folks. We're talking. We're in the days now, days, weeks. Like we're we're in that short, tight window 
where that short little douchebag is congressman no more no more him and and miss piggy we i mean that's that's <laughs> despite the fact that we didn't win everything we wanted to getting rid of of cheney and kinzinger that's pretty good i'll i'll take that i'll take that as a win see every time you you say miss piggy i know you're who you're talking about but i instantly hear the muppet the muppet show theme song playing in my head and then now i want to watch it but we don't have licensing for that it's not happening all right what's next it's time to let's okay (laughs) so this is a tournament bracket cocaine world championship finals charlie sheen beats out someone i can't see because it's small any anyways goes wins in the semis and is going to the championship on the other side you've got hunter biden just dominating the bracket the two meeting there a, a line dividing them down the middle uh, who's th- the last who's the last person that Sheen beat in the photo? I can't I'm gonna zoom in. Yeah, it's hard it's hard to see on my return screen. Uh Whitney Houston, I think. Yeah, okay, is that Whitney Houston? <laughs> it is. <laughs> see, but at least Whitney Houston brought yeah. something that I mean, Charlie Sheen's brought something to the world too. Let's not let's let's make no mistake about it. Major League. Oh yeah. Navy SEALs, yeah. Young Guns, although yeah. his character was pretty small in that, but done some great things. Matilda, Merry Christmas. June, Merry Christmas. All of you folks that are taking off, Merry Christmas. Hope you have a wonderful day, time with your family, and a happy new year. Let's continue on with this game. Um, dear Santa, brains for Democrats, balls for Republicans. Wouldn't that be nice? If you're listening, it's a kid writing a letter to Santa. Letter to Santa. All right. See, we weren't even going to have memes, and now we've got a crap ton of them. This is just a reminder. This also not funny. Just a reminder. Here's Hunter Biden playing on his laptop, also playing with his junk, Jeffrey Tubin style. Um, <laughs> and just a reminder of the quote from Joe Biden. He's the smartest guy I know. And the 70s called, and they want their basement, your mom's couch back. Well, what's interesting is I'm pretty sure Jill took the fabric from that and made a dress. And made because, that dress, yes. She, yes. she, she looks like... <laughs> like that um, she saw the picture called up hunter i need to talk to, about the last picture that came out and he's like oh i'm so sorry Mom. no no no. where was that couch that you were sitting on we need to make a dress i yes. must make a dress <laughs> yes uh two more yeah two more okay this is a good one here this is with the doctor i thought i'd be more happy now that trump's out of office i feel a bit empty says one woman be patient <laughs> They will tell us who to hate soon. <laughs> That's pretty good. Pretty that accurate. A good one. They're going to ramp yeah, things this up. This one, uh, oops. Gosh, I love I want this now. I want brisket now. We're going to talk about brisket and, and booze and banter because of this. Make brisket 197 a pound again. Amen mm. to that. Amen. All right, folks, I am putting the link for booze and banter in there one last time. We will be there in approximately five minutes. You can get there now and start chatting, but we've got to get drinks and get ready. Get Tom on the line. We got to do all those things. But here's the deal, guys. This has been an awesome year. It has been a fun year. We've gone through the ringer the past two years with big tech suppression, tyranny. It's been absolutely insane. We've got some interesting plans to try and combat that moving into the future we hope that some if not all of it will work but regardless we're excited that we're moving into the future in 2023 with you guys it's a crazy ass world out there right now but this community people come we say come for the show stay for the community and i think just that happens because you guys have built up an amazing community it's y'all we have fun i love talking news with you i love giving my two cents disco tom everyone else on the team who some of which are maybe unseen. We love doing this, but we love doing it because of you guys. You guys make it fun. So come back, enjoy the 12 interviews of Christmas over these next two weeks. Please do watch those, share those. Those are easier to share. They're not as long. They're, you know, 15, 25 minutes, somewhere in that range, depending on the interview. So enjoy those. We'll be posting throughout the holidays, giving updates. We hope you have a very, very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. Cheer for Michigan on December 31st in the semifinal, and we'll see you in 2023. Be safe, be smart, be free.
just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.